Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jason J.J. Jose, along with my three fellas, and welcome to season four. Season four, guys. Can you believe it? We got Ryder, we got Swag, and we got Eddie the Commission. Let's start Dallas, Southwest Florida, down in the Fort Myers, where he's got his purple blue room there, Alex Ryder. I like the posters oh. back there. Oh, thank you. I It's good to be here. It's good to be seen. It's good to show off the poster wall. And it, it's just good to talk about domestic soccer. We had fun talking about all the off-season stuff back in February. But now it's time to get down to the nitty-gritty because we are just, a, I think, 12, no, 11 days away. 11 days away from the start of the 2021 MLS season. Can't wait. That's right. 11 days away. And we take on Atlanta United right here at Exploria Stadium. Down in the Keys, our man that represents Orlando City and takes over the whole South with the purple down there. Alex, the swag, Brown. What's up, man? Four years. This is uh, this is like the longest I've ever had friends. So <laughs> uh, I, i'm excited to be back with you guys uh yeah always repping down here in the keys and of course i will uh be up there in a week and a half i'll uh i could never miss a home opener so doesn't matter where i live i'll be in orlando for the first match of the season uh especially against atlanta so anytime we get to see those guys got to start the season off right very good and then we got out in Lake County, our man, the one representing the whole Groveland, Claremont, and what is it, Mineola out there, Eddie oh, the Commission. Yeah, what's up, everybody? I'm glad to be back. Season four, you know, I didn't think we'd get four episodes in. and We are four seasons in. So thanks to everyone who's been participating, engaging, and listening through all this time. We made some, some friends and, and uh, um, fun times along the way, and uh, hopefully this year, is a year that's that's fun. We don't have those dry, you know, dire podcasts that we used to have, where we're, we're uh, talking about another Don Dwyer miss or six losses in a row or why why we we started seven mid defensive midfielders and, and we go back to you know continuing what we did last year with winning and moving forward and looking like a like a real football club for once and doing even better. Yes, that's right. Correct. And our fifth uh, player of the game, representing Orlando and the Orange County area, Cleon. Oh, yeah. he's already on the injured list, man. Cle Cleon's no, no, no. It's today's Papa Furbert's birthday party. Uh, Papa he just Furbert's he found with the pandemic, they hadn't seen each other for a while. So, so happy the, birthday, the, Papa Furbert! You're the king himself, the best uh, Bermudan soccer player ever, from what I hear. <laughs> King Herbert himself is, is joined. Yes, sir. All right. Mr. And Chicken myself. Himself. Yeah. And myself, JJ, representing Seminole County up here, along with Altamont, Lake Mary, and Sanford. So we got a full, we're all over the state. So we got you guys covered all over the state representing Orlando City. Let's thank our sponsors. This year, we got Tuga Landscaping. Tuga Landscaping, for all your landscaping needs, get with Tuga Landscaping. You can check them out at Tuga Landscaping on Facebook, and then you can give them a call, 407-690-9992. Eddie. And we got Field Turf USA. Field Turf is uh, with us yet again for another year. Champions League is going. They do a lot of the pitches for the biggest clubs in the world, and we're glad to have them on board again. Hopefully, we get to 
spend some time with them uh, in Atlanta, watching Orlando City beat them at the Mercedes Butthole Stadium. <laughs> All right, Alex. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, Accurate Mortgage Group at AMG Lenders on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, you can also hit up Leo. Uh, still doing their thing, man, over there. Crazy busy. The housing market is ridiculous, as you guys probably know, especially up there in Orlando. Down here in the Keys, it's the same thing. Uh, houses are flying off the shelves. Inventory is really low. If you're thinking about selling your house, uh, don't do it unless you're knowledgeable about the whole process, guys, because uh, there's a lot of uh, places that you can get kind of shafted, lose out on a few bucks here and a few bucks there. So make sure you guys know what you're doing. Uh, hit up Leo so you know what you're doing. Uh, at AMG Lenders, at Loans by Leo. Awesome. And we got two new sponsors. Uh, Fado, Portuguese restaurant in St. Petersburg, Florida. They're opening up very soon in about two weeks is their grand opening. And their main, uh, si main sister restaurant right here in Orlando. You want to go see the top uh, soccer players of Orlando City, just a hint, hint. You might see them there at Lisbon Restaurant right there at the Dr. Phillips Marketplace. And let's not forget also where these great soccer players buy their food. That's the Abra's Food Market right there in Hunters Creek and on International Drive. If you're looking for some nice Brazilian picanha, no other than Siabra Foods. So, all right, guys, let's start talking Orlando season. We're 11 days away. Let's talk about the roster. Let's talk about the newbies, Pato. Let's talk about Vanderwater. Uh, but we need a left back still, I think it is. We still need a left back. What do you guys expect this season with this, guys, with this roster of Pato coming in, you know, coming in from formerly from AC Milan, played, I think, two or three games with Chelsea in his whole career. People are making it like he played a whole bunch of games. He's only played, I think, two, I think. Uh, but mostly, JJ's midseason form, like – let us have this, JJ. Let us okay. let us okay. Let us have I'll let you have it. Okay. We have Pato. Thank you. Yes, Alexander Pato. Um, How many goals has yeah. he scored in preseason so far? Two two goals, two assists. Two, two goals. There we two go. Minutes. So but hey, midseason form again, but it's preseason. So wait until the it really counts and everything. But let's go. Let's talk. Eddie, what do you think about this roster of uh Vanderwater and Pato? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the roster, they did a lot of um, overhaul last year, right? And they brought a lot of different players. There wasn't a ton of, of holes to, to, to plug, I guess. Um, they're, the most obvious one is left back, and they tried to solve that. That didn't work out. So I guess we're going to go internally. I, we do think here we think that Moutinho will be back sooner than later. But I, I guess uh, I guess we'll, we'll see how that turns out in regards who is going to be the permanent left back, I guess. I do think that they still signed someone for that spot still. So they've had trialists um, at left back and um, we'll see how that works out. But the roster is, is vast. Um, we still have three draft picks that haven't showed up. Hope Rio Hope Gunn, the center back from uh, Georgetown, should be here now or should be any second. He left Georgetown to, uh, to, to show up here, join us in camp. That could be good because we don't have a ton of center back depth. We have three center backs, basically. And... Um, and uh, but if we get all three three rookies, I don't know where they're all going to fit. We're going to have to put some on loan. We saw we have Sylvester Vanderwater, who's a winger from Heracles and uh, Dutch League. He had he had a few goals, about four goals, three assists so far in the in their their campaign. He he I mean, he's fast. He he he's got flair. I mean he's he's bold player. Yeah, I mean he seems like he works hard. 
And um, he really, really wanted to come here where he kind of sabotaged his team for a second, then got his head right. Then they let him go when they thought it was fit. Like they needed him for January. After that, they let him go to us. Um, he just arrived. He hasn't had a chance to kind of get in yet. So I'm not sure where, where, he, where he's going to fit, especially with a game in 10 days. But he should bring competition to both wings. And uh, he's a guy who could get behind and cut inside. And then Pato, Pato, I'm telling you, I was excited from the signing from the get-go. I think, I think his skill set is elite for this league. Uh, he's, he's not old. I think, you know, a player when they're happy and they, they, they're going to they're gonna thrive. I think he's happy in this environment. This is a, a club that's very conducive to players from South America, to Latin America. Oscar's a good coach. Oscar's part of the reason he's here. And, um, and he gets a chance to be the big fish. Again, you know, players like that. And I have big expectations for Pato. I think that was an underrated signing. I, I hope he hits a one-year deal with an option. I hope he picks that up. But so far, it's two, two goals, two assists in preseason. I'm excited about that. And then we have two homegrowns as well that we added. So we, right now, we have about 93 players or so. So, you know, if we trimmed it down by two-thirds, we should be ready, you know, roster compliant. Or we could do Inter-Miami, just not pay attention to roster rules. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Alex Ryder, your thoughts on the signings and the uh, rosters for this season so far? I just want to say we did leave out a very important um, third edition in Brandon Austin as at goalkeeper, yep. the sole loan that we have this season coming to us all the way from London town, Tottenham Hotspur. And I think this is more important a signing than we give uh, the front office credit for because there's a little tournament taking place uh, from early June to the middle of July called the Copa America, where Pedro Golese has a very good chance to represent his Peruvian team. And we would be out without a goalkeeper. And I know I've sang Mason's praises on this podcast in the past. And with Roe not being on the team anymore, it would have been Mason, but getting some young premier league caliber player in there to play for us in that time is going to be beneficial. And I don't know, I, I didn't do that much homework, but we have a lot of matches in, in between early June and the middle of July. So it's going to, those are going to be crucial games where we still have a young quality goalkeeper to help us. And then with Mason as backup, as always, obviously Pato can't say enough about him. He's looking like he's, he's coming in all guns blazing. He's he, he, it, it's very clear. He has clicked with the very soul of the club, both on and off the field. He's socializing with existing players. He's, he looks like I, I saw someone compare him to, to Danny Rojas that he is Orlando City's Danny Rojas. Mucho, mucho joy. Mucho joy. <laughs> Football is life. Yeah. If you don't get that reference, go watch Ted Lasso. You, you need to watch it immediately. You need to watch it. Um, and that he's just so happy. And he's been quoted saying he's so happy that he was led to come to Orlando. And it, he's going to put that out on the field for us. So very excited about that. Um, Vanderwater. Um, and I... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he is going to be the tallest winger we have. It's well, six mean, feet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's going to that's going to be helpful because 
we had a lot. I, I don't know if it was the change of play. It was the style we changed to. We had a ton of corners last year, like a ton. And we didn't do a lot with them because we didn't have a big man in there. Do you guys remember, um, was it Sane that we had for a minute that yeah. was big and got a lot of we just We just, we just had never had a center back that's good at headers since Seb Hines, who, you know, crushed in that one preseason game right. and a couple others. But, yeah, you know, yeah, didn't yeah. Score four, didn't Seb Hyden score four goals in one game? Yeah, yeah but against a game. third division team out of Brazil. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still, but yeah, we just you know, and corner corners don't generate a lot of goals. But but any you know, having 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 help getting goals from our corner would be great because I don't I don't remember having more than one or two last year. You know, and it's not like he's going to start. I think he's going to be a he's going to be a come off the bench sub on for. Nani, Saban for Mueller, Saban for all of our other wingers. Mm-hmm. Give him 25 minutes. It'll probably be on for Mueller more than Nani because Nani goes off the pitch kicking and screaming more often than not. So, mm-hmm. And as a primary for 55 to 60 minutes when Nani needs to take a rare rest once every two months. Drew, just- I'm excited. I like the additions. I'm excited to see two new homegrowns and and see what they'll do. And I had forgotten, Eddie, you brought up the, all the college kids. I had forgotten we even had a draft this year. Mm-hmm. So we have, we that, have, that'll we be have interesting a, to two see. Two center backs and, and goalkeeper, they all continue to play their college matches. And only one that, that's reported to be coming right now is Rio Hope Gunn. But the, the goalie, I forgot his name, Bannenberg, I think. He was here for a little bit, and he went back. So I don't know. All right. We'll see. Alex, the swag, your thoughts on the season roster moves and the season roster. You know how I feel. Ain't change. Ricardo, Poppy, Luis, they made the decisions. I, I believe these guys will work. So that's all that matters to me. Vander Rotter, I'm excited for him. <clears throat> he's been trying to get here for a while, almost a year now. So uh, I know he's excited to be here. Obviously, he wants to play. He's always been big talking about playing with, um, you know, Nani, and and now he gets to play with Pato, too. So I'm excited to see those three up front, which will inevitably will be happening uh, at some point, I'm sure. Um, Mauricio, he's back. That's great. I think a lot of people are forgetting about uh, uh, Alexander Alvarado, um, Mateus Ayas. Those are my two sleeper picks for the season. Uh, now that they're in for the whole whole uh, year uh, or off season, they've had the time to adjust because we didn't get to see them much last season. But uh, Mateus Ayas, man, that guy was a killer in the league that he was playing at before he got here, uh, passing the ball, scoring the ball. So everybody's worried about losing Daryl DK, but uh, you know if it happens, I'm not too worried about it. We got plenty of guys coming right off the bench, ready to score goals. If anything, the tables have turned, and now. We're just looking at the back line, you know, that we're worried about, uh, especially to start the season. We got our center backs and Janssen and uh, Antonio Carlos. But like Eddie said, not much depth after that. Just really Schlegel is about it. Maybe maybe we get these college kids in. But remember, we lost Kamal Miller. Uh, we got Huan, who's healthy. We got Kyle Smith, who I'm assuming is going to start out at left back. But then after that, it gets pretty slim. Uh, slim pickings after that, you know. And then we got Pedro. So, the back seems a little bit sketchy, but everything after that, uh, if we could stay healthy back there, I don't see any reason why we're not going to be full strength. 
except for Mauricio out the first match because the or first two matches, I think, because that suspension. Um, Nani, he's been kind of MIA, so we'll hope to see him. But I'm not too worried about the attack, Al. I mean, we got probably the best attack in the league, and 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 I'm not just an Orlando City fan saying that. There's a lot of people that are saying that right now. So we well, got to be the deepest at least, right? I mean, we have like. Uh-huh. We have like I mean, more, there, the, we got more got, rings than KFC. <laughs> you got this these pundits, man, and and they they're talking about we have one of the top attacks in the league, and they're forgetting huge names that they like Alvarado, like Is these guys that can can score ten or more goals easy, you know, and that's kind of what they were brought forwards. in to do. Nine. You know what I mean? So if they if they put up double double digit goals, these guys are talking about all everybody could talk about it as DK Mueller, Nani, Perea uh you know pato now that we got him but people are forgetting about sylvester and alvarado and is and benji i think people are sleeping on benji hey let's not forget let's not forget everybody out of you three one person i think maybe writer mentioned it mueller mueller Uh, nobody's alex swag you haven't even mentioned mueller i mean eddie i don't think you've mentioned mueller mueller Let's not forget Mueller. We got Mueller on the team too, guys. I mean, it's crazy we'll get to, to that, that later. JJ, don't give away my pick. Don't give away no, my take. No, but I'm just saying. I mean, the way Chris you guys are talking, may not even be a starter, right? Yeah. Oh no, he's a starter. He's a starter. He's a starter. But, absolutely. No. He might not play all ninety every week, but he's going to be a starter. He's going to score goals. Um, and so I think that's sorry. debatable, personally. Who who takes his place? Highly Tell debatable. me. Tell me. I mean, First I don't to... even think Nani is a starter. So I, I think, <laughs> okay. Okay, tell me who who, who, Donnie, who, Donnie who takes those here. spots. Alvarado easy is taken out on is gonna be on the left, is, is my assumption for sure. Pato's gonna play more central, and then I don't think you brought in Vanderwater on a TAM contract to sit on the bench, my guys. Just telling Van, you right now. Vanderwater, I Vanderwater, from what I understand, Vanderwater was brought in because you know Mueller's doing well. Right, he's got potential. He's getting his. He's getting looked at by other teams. You got to prepare. You got to have some depth to possibly replace. And you want that, you want competition. No, I think Mueller's going to have a great year. I think Mueller's going to have a great year. Actually, I think Mueller. I mean, he's preseason talk. You talk about goals. I mean, he banger the other day. And Mueller's versatile. He he showed well with the U.S. national team. I think Mueller's going to have a good year. But but Vanderwater and these guys are brought in. It's open competition everywhere. Vanderwater yep. is not brought in just to sit there to sniff Mueller's behind. He's there to push Mueller, and if he gets better than Mueller, then he gets better than Mueller. They don't care. They're not. They're not like they're not worried about hurting Mueller's feelings or whatever. Well, the best man's going to play. There's competition in every spot. The only one we know is guaranteed minutes is going to be Tesho. Everyone else is going to have to fight for it for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's I, mean, it, I, I, I love Chris, but. I mean, he he tends to do the same thing every year, and he's done it now what two or three seasons where he starts hot and then he kind of he dwindles off, and that's kind of ever been everybody's problem. So last year you can't count against him. I don't think you can count last year against him because of COVID, because of how late the season actually started. I mean, I'm not ever counting it against him in general. We need the points. I, you guys know me too. You, we need the points in the beginning, just like we need it in the end. So if he wants to have a stretch where he puts up eight goals and four assists in six games or in eight games, do it in the, in the beginning. It matters the same as the end to me. But mm-hmm. what you need is depth. You need guys that when Chris isn't going to have 
you know, eight goals in 10 games when he's going to go into a rut, you just slide another guy in and then that guy has a chance to get hot. Which is, which is nice. And I think last year. And now that's, that's what, by adding these guys like Vanderwater, Pato, you know, uh, get, getting, just getting all these extra reinforcements up top uh, is going to go a long way because when guy when goals start drying up, you got, you got a well on the bench pretty much in every direction that you look. So. And the amount of games we're playing in this, this span of time, there's going to be three games in seven days, several, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be very yeah, busy. Chris, I mean, it, he's not going to be playing no way games there, anyways. Yeah. Everybody's going to get plenty of minutes. Everyone's going to be needed. Go cup, call-ups, et cetera, et cetera. There's going to be plenty of minutes to go around. What well, you we say, say Jay, that every year, guys, we say that every year. The depth but there's looks more great. competition this year. Good. Yeah. And a lot more. We have, I, I rudely interrupted JJ just now. I'm sorry. And Alex earlier, as we were talking about, we've got more wings than KFC. We've got nine forwards listed on the roster this year. That's a lot of competition. And there's a ton of great names on here. Mueller, Pato, Tesho, Nani, Benji, Alvarado, Vanderwater. We've got the new homegrown Rivera, and you've got Ayas. I mean, those are all great names. And we're going to maybe DK if he comes back. And, and that's true. DK, 10. DK's not even listed in the roster right now. You didn't even say Nani in that. That's how deep we are. I did. I, I Nani was somewhere in the middle. And he was just kind yeah. of a just went past him because this is how deep we are. So JJ, you're Brown, saying we Brown's don't we right. don't have the, we don't have the depth. You, you think JJ? Well, you're going to hold year. the past against us. No, 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 it's not. Yeah, that's how we mean it. We mean. Let it. the past die. Hold on, hold on. I, let the past die. I agree. But every year we come to at the beginning. Man, we have strong team. Man. Our depth is good, man. We and then next thing you know is, man, who's subbing? Who we're gonna get to do this up? Oh man, he's horrible. Oh, this and that. So we, yeah. we gotta look. We gotta look and be basically, how can I say, realistic. I mean, yes, you're not gonna have. You're gonna have two forwards, but basically two wingers, or one forward and two wingers. Okay, you're not gonna have the rest of those guys on the bench. Not all of them are gonna be called up to the 18 okay okay now you're also going to look at halliday let's not forget halliday can play left back also okay so he might be the starter instead you talk about being realistic and you're mentioning whether Halliday's good or not we don't even know if he's good or not i think he's good you haven't Uh, seen him play i have seen him in ocb and he's he's fast and that's all i can say for now they see something in him better people who can evaluate players better see something in him so i will defer to them Okay. But my thing is, is we can't keep saying that we have depth. We said depth, and we've talked about depth the last two years. Always saying we have depth on our on our bench. We have depth on our bench. Well, we're going back to saying the same thing. We have depth on our bench. But guess what? Have we seen really Mateus, Isaiah, Isaiah's play or well, Alvarado uh, play? How can you, you never say his name? Yeah, no, you, look, it's fair to say, look, on paper, we have good depth. We haven't. We don't know how Ayas Alvarado or Vanderwater are actually going to do, so that that's fair. That's my main Listen, thing. We can't say that these guys are coming in. But, they're going to do great. We have. But JJ, seen- I think what Alex is saying is that that these guys have been nailing nailing picks and, and additions have been working out. So you're you're going to 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 trust that they've they've nailed it again, right, Alex? I I mean I genuinely think that. We're going to have goals, goals for days. We will have one of the best uh, attacks in the MLS, no doubt about it, all right, hands down. But the, the problem lies 
and as a Liverpool fan, it's pretty, pretty. This is easy PTSD, but guys, we have three center backs on the roster, you know, maybe four if you count. I don't know anybody else that may be coming from one of our draft picks, Halliday. Just we were playing Andres Perea at center back the other day in the friendly. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, we we do not have the depth that uh, you guys speak of, except for in the attacking the attacking position. So for me, I'm worried about the depth and uh, and the, the you know the defense is what what holds it down. We were so blessed and so lucky last year to have Janssen and Antonio Carlos be healthy for the majority of the year. That was like a, a massive blessing for us. You know, if we lose one of those guys at any point, it's ugly. It could get ugly. You know, who cares if we can score two or three goals a game if we're giving up four? So, uh, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. And, and right now we are one injury away from – testing the waters at, at, at center back and, and, and the back four or two injuries away from like, what are we doing? You you're you're Rosal, Andres Perea back line. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to Leeds United it. We're just going to play a bunch of midfielders everywhere. All right. Yeah, let's talk I mean, about real quick about uh, the DK loan that's going on. We're going to talk okay. a little bit about that. Cause we, we did bring it up. Uh, Barnsley Barnsley supporters skip this part now. You're not going to uh, hear me on this one. So his current value, um, let's look at that. And will he be back? I mean, from what I'm understanding, they want 20 mil, Orlando City. They've been offered 10. Is he worth the 20 mil? You know? I mean, I actually heard Everton is interested also. Don't know how true it is, but I heard Everton is also in, 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 interested. I mean, this guy's gotten into championship league and just he's dominated. We do, we do got to say that and everything. Um, as an Orlando City fan, I don't want to see him leave. I want him to stay, you know. But if I'm able to get between 10000000 million, $15 million, heck, $20 million, I'm selling. This guy was basically free for us, you know. And the only thing we had to pay was the salary. And think of all that money we get. I mean, yes, some of it has to go to the MLS or whatever, but definitely sell for $10 million. I think that we should jump on it if he's, he's going for 10. Now, if they're trying to have him finish out the season in the championship at Barnsley and see what he does and maybe get more. But then the other factor is what happens if he gets hurt or injured? Now we're basically screwed. We lose our money. And here you go, damaged goods back to Orlando City. So my thing would be if you get 10 million from him, be happy because there's players out there in Europe that are very good players that are, aren't even going for $10 million. So be happy for a rookie guy that was basically rookie of the year here in Orlando City, and getting $10 million off of him is a heck of a deal, and Orlando should jump on it real quick. Your thoughts, Eddie, on DK? Um, DK's got seven goals, two assists, and 13 matches. Should have had a hat trick. Man of the match, man of the month. The man of England right now, or at least second division England. And, um, hey, you know, milk it for what it's worth. Uh, we have a contract. You um, don't need to Kyle Lair and him and drag him along, but it's only a second year. And if he comes back, great. But uh, I think I think if he comes back, it's for a bit. And then he, we sell him in the summer window. And I, I do think that England, they overpay for transfers. That seems to be the market that wants them. So I don't think t- they should settle for $10 million. You don't take the first offer. You could take more. Is $10 million great? That's basically $10 million in profit. 
MLS only takes 5% of, of, of a transaction like that. So that's, that's straight cash on me basically. And, um, but I, I think if he keeps doing what he's doing and, and getting all this attention, you Google the guy, the amount of articles about him everywhere are incredible. He's getting a ton of attention. I don't think you should just take that first offer. And if he comes back a great, uh, as an Orlando city fan, I would love for that to happen for so we could, you know, we could do better. Cause I think he's going to crush it, but at the same time, it's good for the club to have someone move on like that. And it's a draft pick. He was a six overall pick Miami passed on him twice. And, um, and so that, that's just hilarious. And, and we got a guy for free 99. We're going to sell for 10, 15, 20 million. That's phenomenal. Alex Ryder. You're on mute. I got muted. Um, I'm back. Um, so here's the thing. I, he, I think he's going to finish up the season, in the championship. He, they, they, the the contract was and the loan was until the end of the season. We can recall him at any time, and we might benefit from recalling him before the end of the season in the span that we would probably get him to play some games for us, and we would surely gain points off of that. But we could also, if we let him stay, his value can go up. His value like was said, yeah, he can get injured, but he can also take the foundation he's already started with. I mean, he's, since he arrived, Barnsley are 10 wins, two losses, and two draws in all competition. He's appeared in all but one match for them. They've had five wins that you can directly trace to goals he has scored. That's 15 points where they have gone from 12th to 5th. They are now in the hunt for the championship promotion playoff, which is played on the weekend, uh, the last weekend in May. We have, and I'm doing this all on the fly, one, two, three, three games in June, and one two this is great audio three four five matches in july that's a good chunk of matches that he can come back for and he can play for but he's also going to be away we're going to lose him again to the gold cup so my thing is i i want i want to hold on to him and and I want him to play matches in an Orlando jersey again, but I think we should we should sell him before the summer window ends. That we should, whoever the highest bidder is, if he's healthy, if he's still playing well, which I believe he is, and his stock will go up even more in the Gold Cup. Don't sell him now. You don't have to sell him now. Diamond hand him. Let his value increase with a possible promotion in the championship, get some matches back in MLS and show that it wasn't just a fluke and get, have him score in, in the gold cup, see what he does in the gold cup and then see what the offers are. I think it, if anyone comes remotely close to $20 million, anywhere between 15 and $25 million, dollars that's that should be the range you sell 
you sell them on, you get 80% with the 20% sell on value as was originally the terms of the loan, rumored terms of the loan, and you, you move him. I, I, I'm going to be sad to see him go. I would like to see him play in purple again, but here's the thing. He can go over there and if he leaves on good terms, he can come back later. Yeah. It's not, it, 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 it we, this has happened to us before. We yeah. Get, so it, I just was reading wait. something. Sorry to, to interrupt there, Alex. Well, but I was just, I was just reading something that just popped up. Uh, the $10 million offer, according to the BBC, this is according to the BBC that I just re- reading right now that Orlando city turned down the $10 million. Uh, the report claims that the offer came from one of the England's top six clubs. And usually the top six clubs are Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester United and Tottenham and Man City. Okay. So you're already having Liverpool, yeah. those six clubs, one of them asking for 10 mil and his, he just skyrocketed also to 5.5 yeah. his market value. Yeah. And if he continues going, he could, by the end of this, by championship, he could be close to being a market value higher than $10 million. So, yeah. yes, he can get definitely 20 maybe even 25 or 30 <laughs> I'm, not I'm in hands, now, baby. But I'm just reading this right now. If you if you got these top teams, you know, uh-huh. in England wanting him, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you definitely – Are you guys my, my ready? My concern is uh-huh. if he gets injured. All right, guys. Hey, this is uh, look. We're gonna do a little disclaimer. Alex Brown's opinions do not necessarily reflect the podcast opinions. That's oh, his own. That. I'm just, I'm just, I'm teasing. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. Unleash. We're, we're here. We're here because everybody needs free, a free twenty million dollar minimum. All right. When we sent him to Barnsley, the market value was twenty million. End of story. That's what we set the price tag. If you ask me, it's gone up. All right, it's gone up. Shouldn't even be twenty million. Ricardo, Luis, they're probably sitting there going. Oh my gosh, 20 million. We probably undervalue this guy already, right? So 20 million, easy. Okay. Easy. There's not a doubt in my mind he's worth $20 million. There's never been a doubt in my mind that he's not worth $20 million. He's gonna go for 80 in two or three years. All right. It does not, he's the guy is a machine. He's a tank. He'll be starting on the World Cup team next year. I don't want to hear about Josh Sargent. I don't want to hear about nothing. If Daryl DK <laughs> gets sold. Okay, he will be playing for one of the top clubs or one of the, in the top leagues. All right, and he will overtake Josh Sargent as a U.S. striker. The guy is a beast. All right, He's the guy is a generational talent. Okay, the guy is not an American generational talent. He is a worldwide generational talent at striker. Okay, he is the definition of what happens when the Americans put their middle linebackers in and make him play soccer? Yeah. Everybody's yes. asked that question for the decades. Yeah. We got the answer. Daryl DK is going to show us how it's going to work. All right. The whole, so, the whole, what if our best athletes play soccer? T-shirt. That the is awesome. The guy is so. a monster. People look at, you could see what he's doing in the championship. The guys are confused. They're not They're even, bouncing off of him, Alex. The, I mean, people, the, the, yeah. the, the defenders there are just genuinely confused how somebody can be so big, so strong, so fast, so fast. and so under control. All at the same time. The guy's only 20. The reason he's worth 20 mil is because of potential. All right. It's the same reason that that stocks the stock market goes up. It's the same reason gold goes up. It's called potential, guys. If he was 29 years old and doing this in the Champions League, he'd be worth two million and Barnsley could afford him. 
but unfortunately they can't. All right, he's 20 yes. years old. He ain't going to be worth no $2 million. The Barnsley fans can take that and shove it wherever the sun don't sign. All right, $2 million up, bucks ain't happening. The, okay? Stick that up the Reds, right? right? It's, Alex, it's take ridiculous. That $2 million, stick that I've up had the enough of this $2 million, $5 million, $10 million nonsense. We ain't taking no $10 million unless it comes with an 80% sell-on fee. That's it. We got to keep 80% of the rights. That's it. You guys want $2 million? We better keep 99% of them rights. Because when you guys sell him for $80 million, I want every single dime. All right. If you guys want him for $2 million today, they should pay us they, $2 they million should, just to loan him. Yeah. I told you guys <laughs> that they should give us a $2 million tip just for the, the form that they've been in. When I go to imagine? a restaurant and I get excellent service, I give a good tip. All right. They should give us a $2 million tip just because we sent them there and they ain't damn lost a point since we sent them there. So to the that's what Barnsley we supporters still listening. <laughs> I don't even care. Barnsley, you're on a whole, I can do a whole show about how crazy, just, just how delusional. I mean, what, what they got in the water in Barnsley. I need some of that. Maybe I don't. It's crazy. I still haven't even decided yet. Yeah. We'll talk about it. I want to move to Barnsley. Yeah. I want to move to Barnsley. The question is, is he worth it? Yes. Do I care if he comes back? I don't really care. I hope that he goes for his sake, but I just hope somebody pays us. Because if they don't pay us, they're going to bring him back. All right. He's going to dominate and then he's going to be sent again. Either way, guys, we're going to get our money. Okay. Yeah. Quick question. Quick question to three of you guys. If we do sell them for 20, 25, 30, 40, 80, whatever million, do we put a percentage if he is resold? That we get money. Yeah, we already Absolutely. the offer we already yeah. declined was ten million with twenty percent sell-on fee. Not yeah, enough yeah. for me. It's yeah, 20, no. 20. That should be the minimum. Yeah, I think I think twenty low lower than fifteen. That you know sell-on. I mean, dude, look at Alfonso Davies. The guy's mm-hmm. Canadian. He's playing in Vancouver. They don't get anybody to watch their games. He sells for what eight, twelve million dollars, something like that. It was mm-hmm. a record. And, and I'm doing the quotes, quote unquote, a record fee. Everybody was like, you got to sell him. You got to sell him for a record fee. He's a left back. You got to sell him. And now he's worth a hundred million dollars. And yeah, maybe he wouldn't have be worth a hundred million dollars. If he didn't go to Bar- uh, Bayern, maybe he would, who don't, mm-hmm. who knows. But what I do know is Vancouver sold him for 8 million bucks, two and a half years ago. Now he's worth a hundred million dollars. If I sold something two and a half years ago for eight bucks and today it was worth a hundred, I'd feel like an idiot. So you can't blame Ricardo and them for being a little weary and, and wanting their 20 million bucks. Yeah, totally. That was it. I Down agree. Good, good, good rant there. That's, that's and it. Definitive rant. Definitive rant on right. that topic. Moving on. Then get better. All right, let's talk about love, the I love you, Daryl. And one thing that, sorry guys, about Daryl, is honestly, I love the guy and probably going to go down as an OC legend, even if he does leave, just because of what his career is going to turn into is what I have a feeling. He could never play another game with us. The guy will turn into an Orlando City legend, is, is my opinion. Um, I love the kid. It, it doesn't it doesn't make me happy that anytime he scores a goal, all we think about is money. But hey, well, this is a situation this is a we're in, guys. This is a business. We've, yeah, we've never had this sort of talent, so we have to take advantage of it. We have to take advantage of thinking of the positives. $20 million, $30 million, guys, that's for an MLS franchise, that's 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 game changing. You know I mean, that can set our foundation. 20, 30 million. Yeah, look at what we're doing with no budget. Yeah. Imagine what we could do with a $20 million player budget. You know what I mean? Mm. Imagine what these guys can do. So that that's uh 
you know, I love Daryl, but I think if it's hey, a move is right for him, for Ronaldo next year, possibly. Oh, can I just pose a quick hypothetical? I, I'll try and make this quick. In 2013, it, a certain individual, his name is Dom, played 13 matches and scored 15 goals for the USL Orlando City side. Uh, we welcomed him back to the club in 2017 for then a record um, trade, and he was swarmed at Orlando Airport. Mm-hmm. The year is 2030. Daryl DK has had a resounding career in Europe, but he's 29 years old now. He's he's played his game and he wants to come home. How many terminals do Orlando City fans fill up when he comes back? No, oh, I don't know. A whole lot though. That'll be amazing. But first, I think I think he goes to Syria, which is the retirement league, and then he goes to MLS, you know. <laughs> so that means so you're saying Ronaldo has a chance. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, look at Zlatan, Gosh. 62, 62 years old, killing it. And he's still playing. Exactly. All right, guys, let's go real quick to our new homegrown signings. Mm-hmm. We have the uh, Boricua, Wilfredo Rivera. The Boricua, the, yeah. the probably, probably one of the best Puerto Rican soccer players that I know of because yeah. they usually play basketball and baseball. Yeah. And then we got Raul Aguilera. Well, Aguilera. Good old Raul Aguilera. Mm-hmm. So uh, Raul from Sanford, Florida, uh, went to Seminole High School. Um, know know his parents i do very well i i've seen the kid grow up um from the indoor days at north side to uh basically at five points and kicks the kid was a the little uh little kid with his dad raul playing the indoor soccer and uh basically migrated over here did everything for his family and uh and the kid now is a stud the kid, I mean, I saw him playing when he was playing against 11-year-old. Well, he was 11, playing against 20, 22, 23-year-olds and schooling them, you know, and kicking the ball and doing all that. So, Raul, he's going to be a great addition to Orlando City. It's yeah. awesome that you have a kid that's right in the backyard and that's been in that academy and that basically grew up at Orlando City, back from the, even the Joey Avalon days and the Greg Brick days of OC Academy uh, to where it is today, which is way bigger than what it was. So great addition to get Raul. Wilfredo, I don't know much about Wilfredo. I know he's, um, was he in Orlando? Is he from Orlando? No, Wilfredo is, was born in Puerto Rico. He's born from mm-hmm. an area um, that is known that is known for producing soccer players. It's a, it's a more urban area and a project area outside of San Juan, right? So they're, um, they're, they're just where they're from. That's where soccer players come out. His dad is a Puerto Rican Hall of Famer. Soccer, his grandfather helped with the national team. You want to, you, if you speak Spanish, David Valentine, his podcast with Kenny Fortis, El Tío de Esquina, they have an interview with Wilfredo's dad, and he, he goes into all of that. That, that whole backstory. So it's super cool. Um, his dad came to us for opportunities, right? They were in Jacksonville for a while. He was in the Jacksonville Armada. He was just crushing it. And it was a kid. Orlando came to see him. He breaks his leg in like warmups, 
18 months recovery, or he's, he's down because his chance that was that day, Orlando scout what came over to give him the offer. So they still said, look, hit us up when he's healthy. Then Mount Verde came on board. They had a residency. They brought him from Jacksonville over to Orlando. The target was, was always going to be, um, was always Orlando for the dad. His dad said, Orlando is where I want my kid to go. Right. And then, um, and then it happened. The residency was important. He got in Mount Verde. And then, then when they got to Kissimmee, he, he really felt, uh, you know, he liked being seen by the first team and he really took it up a notch. He, he's been someone that performed well in OCB. When you watch OCB, he stood out. He's left-footed. He's really small, but he's got flair. He's tough. He sticks his leg in. He could shoot from anywhere. He, he could do all kinds of stuff. You see the guy get on the other side of crosses, and he's 5'3", five, 5'4", five, maybe. And, um, you know, 120 pounds. I mean, he's just he's just a small dude, but he's got skills. And apparently he, he did, you know, he, they, they saw him at o, OCB. And uh, he showed well at IMG, and um, he's, he's a homegrown. And uh, Raul, you got to hand it to him because Raul is a hardworking, more defensive midfielder, technical player, one of those guys who's just reliable. He, he works his butt off. He, he's a good team player. You need players like that on your squad, and he's legitimately from the Orlando City Academy. He came from the academy two years, went to UNC, came back to OCB last year, and now he's on. Some of these, some of these eight homegrowns weren't all really Orlando City products. Raul definitely is. And, uh, and, you know, we're glad to see both of them. We're glad to see the, the team invest in the homegrown. And that's 10 homegrowns now. And I think five of those have been in the last two years. Lorea, Lorea Bender, I, Holiday, Wilfredo. Six on and, the uh, roster. Yeah, and a Lorea. And uh, so uh, about Raul, he's, mm-hmm. like you're saying, OG. He's really an OG because he's yeah, actually he was literally one of the, the first, first year. classes. When, right when OC Academy started. Exactly. He was there. The so pitch, he's the, the original. The picture that's the most striking of him, thank you for specifying that. I couldn't remember who it was out of the two new signings. He, Raul, literally has, they did a photo shoot in the stadium, in the stands, with Mm -hmm. him with all of his different academy uniforms. And it's just this, this history of the last almost 10 years of Orlando Mm -hmm. City jerseys. And you see... Mm -hmm jerseys that weren't even worn in the usl days like these were jerseys only worn in the academy mm-hmm. and it's incredible yeah. to see that we've got someone that came all the way through that pipeline i know i yeah. was ranting i don't know if this was in our dms or if it was on an earlier show i don't know much about these academy players i'm not nearly as up on it as eddie and jj are but I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to be looking through our roster and see mm-hmm. six homegrown players mm-hmm. out of the 10 that we've signed mm-hmm. that they make up the foundation, the backups. These are the players that are going to be playing hopefully in the open cup. Hopefully we qualify for that. I'll let Eddie talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some they, we might see them in the league's cup. We're going to see them on Wednesday nights when other, when our starters need to take a rest after a, Sunday night game that was scheduled mm-hmm. three days mm-hmm. after a trip that we then have to go to the other side of the country. Yeah, These players are going to see time. They're not going to see double digit appearances, but they're going to see time. They're going to contribute. And we, who knows a couple of them, there might be another Benji Michelle in there. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I it, agree. Look, yeah. And uh, AJ were talking about the, the players. I mean, David Loero has been all over the preseason footage, you know, with, with, with Nani. Nani was hurt for a while. Nani's back in training. From what I understand, the club didn't say. From what I understand, 
it was a, a bump with another player at IMG, our own players, and it was a thigh injury. It was some swelling. It came down, and he's back. And, you know, he's not. He, he was letting his hair grow. No, that did. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. So apparently it was a thigh, a thigh injury. But he seems to be back. It looks he's looking pretty good. Well, hopefully he's ready to start. But we got we got uh, 34 games, 32 against the Eastern teams. A lot of them are mostly regional, right? But so that means we're going to have a busy schedule. We're not traveling as much. But we're going to have a busy schedule. We're going to need a lot of contributions from everybody. We're going to need – that 18 is going to look different a lot, I think, honestly. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me – real quick, I just want a quick answer, okay? Sure. Just a quick answer from you three. It's a Jenga piece. Mm. One player that will hurt us if we lose him in the season. Ryder. Oh, i got to go to my notes. Uh, my Jenga piece – Honestly, I think I, I can't say one. I'm sorry, but my first one is Nani, and my second one is Perea. Mm-hmm. Ryder, I mean uh, Swag. I'm sorry. Your Jenga piece, Alex. Oh Your man, uh, it's got to be one of the two center backs. So I'll take uh, I'll take Johnson. Rub mm-hmm. in. No, in my opinion, in my opinion. If it wasn't Nani, the true captain, Robin Janssen. But oh, wow. we have Nani. So yeah, he's a, uh, he'd be a good captain choice. Janssen's Janssen's the the the, the glue. Uh, okay. Yeah, my choice is actually uh, Antonio Carlos, uh, center back too. I think um, because took we, mine. <laughs> yeah, because look look what we have right now. We have Janssen, Janssen, Janssen. That's a great shout, Alex. But we do have another left footed center back, right? We don't have a right footed center back. Um, and Carlos, Carlos is, you know, I like his attributes. And I think overall he's a little better than he answered. And, and then if I had to defenders. pick a, yeah, if I had to pick a B, it would be a uh, Pedro Galese. Cause I don't know where we're going to get to get with Brandon Austin and it, nobody even knows if Mason's good or not. No one's ever seen him. He's like a jackrabbit or, or the Bigfoot. We're not really sure. We've seen right. clips here and there. So hopefully he is, I don't know. That'd be great, but we don't know after Pedro, we're, t- you know, who knows? All right, guys. JJ, who, who's Let's- yours? Is Carlos too? Mine is Carlos, yes. Actually, it should be the whole defensive three defenders that we have because if one goes out, you know, that whole chemistry. So we need to get more defenders in. We definitely Liverpool do. syndrome. Yeah. Um, real quick, Eddie, I want you to talk about Open Cup and League Cup. What the yeah. difference is. Uh, Open Cup, of course, is U.S. Open Cup. But League mm-hmm. Cup, what's the difference yeah. between that and the Champions League? Well, the, the- and, uh, Coffee Cup. Well, the, the, the League Cup, what that is, it's basically it's going to be a, a tournament that that it's going to have um, four teams from the from MLS. Right. The four teams were based off of conference standings uh, last year. So two from the east, two from the west. So um, we have a New York City FC and ourselves, Seattle and SKC are going to go playing teams from from Liga MX. Um, so we are already guaranteed to be in that. This is going to be played entirely in the U.S., the tournament. The, the, the schedule begins the week of August 9th for us with quarterfinal matches. And we're going to be hosting it. So we're going to see a Liga MX team here at Exploria Stadium. Okay, so that's going to be yet another, sta- another tournament, another set of games after that summer slog. August is still hot as hell, and it's going to be tough to do it. Open Cup this year, it's only going to have a handful of teams, I think eight teams, right? In four from the East, first from the West, 
And in the first three matches, your points from the first three matches are going to determine the place. And why is that? Why is that? Because if you had picked the top eight teams from last year, you don't have the Galaxy, the LAFC, Atlanta, or Miami. So the league thought, hmm, those are big markets. Why don't we change it up and uh, give, give some of these teams an easy schedule? So our first three matches um, against Atlanta, um, SKC, and I guess Cincinnati, it's um, – is going to be um, those are going to be determining whether we're in the Open Cup at all. Um, so four got, west and four four, four from east, the west, eight. four from the east. Yeah, exactly. The Open Cup is eight. The league league cup is four MLS teams. The Open Cup is eight MLS teams. Which is, you know what? I don't like it. It's like Jim Curran said, it's a U.S. closed cup. Part of the romance was some beer league team in Wisconsin can make a give a run to somebody, or like Orlando did in the USL days, they could they could beat some MLS teams. So it, it's it's dumb, but um, but hopefully we make it because I think that's a, a, a trophy that we can win, and um, and we we need to beat Atlanta first to start during the East and um, it sets the tone, but we don't have Mauricio Pereira for the first two matches because of suspension, because he went crazy in New England, and we don't know Nani's healthy and no Moutinho, so ooh, we got to start right. Um, on the uh, Open Cup, the U.S. Open Cup, mm-hmm. you qualify for Champions League, right? If you if get you, it. If you win it, if you win it, yeah. yeah. So you can say so a- that Wisconsin team that drinks beer and that is playing – can knock everybody out and go play in the uh, championship. That, yeah, that, that could change their entire history of that club. So that's the romance of the Open Cup. This is not. This is not the. This is a slightly social distance, you know, uh, cup or whatever. Right now, or uh, um, originally based on the twenty twenty qualifications, there were thirty six open division clubs. There will now only be four. There will be four Ridiculous. from the third division eight from the second division usl championship and like you said the eight from mls and that's only to clarify that's only from the 24 u.s based clubs so vancouver montreal third division is that us uspl and usl two league one two two from i i can answer that two from usl league one and two from nisa so uspl is no longer getting an open cup spot. No, so the US OCB or OCB minus or whatever it is, the U, OC U23, they, they're not going to get an open cup apparently. USL League Two and the um, USPL and what's the third one? It's not NISA. It's what whatever else that is. Yeah. They are four of the 36 clubs that qualified will get it. Yeah. I'm, I'm wow. feeling a little bad because Naples uh, United – was supposed to be one of those clubs and more than likely will not be getting in. So wow. yeah, because now we have a we have a new team that made USL one Lake Nona. I don't know if you guys heard about that. They're in the USL one now. Oh okay. Just cool. it's a it's just a bunch of soccer teams. That makes sense. Lake, Lake Nona could afford the fee to get in. So. I guess so. All right guys. Um are we gonna have a show on, on Sunday? Yeah yeah we're gonna be recording on Sundays going okay. forward so you should see the podcast drop on mondays so, okay, so are we gonna do it this sunday guys we we uh, we should yes the preview for the next yeah. game and the preview for the next uh, for the season coming up that's right the, yeah that's i think right. that would be the best time to do it because then we'll have all of us on yeah let's you do that do it on sunday sounds good yeah sounds good yeah all right guys so uh i hope everybody enjoyed everything 
and this new YouTube that we'll be putting it on for you guys. Uh, this is something new that we're going to be doing. Um, you can see Alex in bed. I'm behind uh, Swag Brown, that is, in bed, uh, <laughs> laying there. I'm at Exploria Stadium, you know. Uh, then you got Ryder down at Fort Myers in the Purple Room. And then you got uh, Eddie, the commish, and uh, watching TV, probably. Show yeah. off the Funko Pops. Yeah, 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 I have my Listen, Kyle's room. Rent down here is like, it's like 1800 bucks a bedroom. So, you know, got to consolidate, uh, <laughs> you know, do the podcast in bed. That's what it there takes. There you go. Hey, hey, I used to do it in bed also. Yeah, yeah. But now yeah, I at least at least I'm not laying it on my stomach. That is true, but there was no Pulling video the of that. There's no video of that. There are pictures, <laughs> I'm sure. There probably is, but we I forgot that we don't have Cleon. It's it's not of course Papa Ferbert is in town and it's his birthday, but his contract doesn't doesn't activate till Sunday night, anyways. I don't think one week before game, the exactly. first game. He's only he's only good one week before and one week after the season. Yeah. Other than that, he's he's yeah. MIA. That's All right, right. guys. <laughs> Not well, to be confused with, with FTL. Does anybody have a new saying for this season? <laughs> um, ooh, we got uh, a new saying. I think we need to keep the old saying Still until no poppy, the no transfer party, goes baby. through. Nope. No what. Oh, no poppy, no party. Get off my DK. Yeah, I think I okay. think it needs to Those stay are... the same until there's a transfer. Right. Once yeah. the transfer yeah. goes through, we can buy a new one. That's it. No poppy, no yeah. party. And get off more. my DK. See you All guys. right, guys. We'll Thanks, see you Thank you. Thanks, guys.